brother. Start cleaning those tires up. Great to time. Remember, they span out down there. So check that bottom. Sunday drive. All right, Ross, man. Take the cars off. Be ready. Right, brother, be ready. Gas that bitch up. Be ready, be ready. Green flag. Green, green. Welcome, everybody, to the Inside Pass, another week of motorsports talk. I am Randy Miller. Tom Baker is uh, co-hosting and producing with us, and that's that's it. We, we've lost all of them. They, they've all <laughs> fallen off a cliff. No, I'm just kidding. Um, if you weren't with us last week, uh, Peter got a, 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 an actual paying job um, in, in, in the realm of TV and, and media, so... Um, he's going to step aside and do that and, and, and focus on his career. He'll be here periodically um, co-hosting with us. And so uh, we will miss him dearly, but we wish him the best of luck. And uh, I'm sure you will see his name. If you live in the, the Raleigh or Winston-Salem area, I'm sure you will see his name pop up at the end of the credits on the newscast at some point um, in the very near future. In the so fine print. Can, in the fine print, yeah. yes. Uh, if, you, if you watch the newscast that long, yeah. uh, I can't, but there are people that do. <laughs> Uh, but in any event, uh, we are here. We're going to talk racing as we always do. Uh, got a huge guest uh, tonight, uh, ARCA Series uh, runner-up in points right now. Nick Sanchez is going to join us uh, here at the bottom of the hour to uh, kind of talk about his uh, his season so far. He's got a, a six-point six deficit to overcome from uh, teammate Raja Karuth in the uh, ARCA Menards uh, overall standings. Um, so we'll talk to him about that. Um, of course, NASCAR was in Loudoun this weekend. Uh, two great races, uh, Xfinity and Cup, both uh, at New Hampshire. Um, and silly season is in full swing, folks. Uh, if you missed it, you missed a lot. The last seven days have been completely topsy-turvy, um, not only in NASCAR, but uh, in, in IndyCar as well. Um, it kind of carried itself over there. Um, and there's all kinds of rumors and stuff that have come out, even as we record the show today, about things that could be coming up on the horizon uh, oh. For some of the open seats, uh, yeah. So uh, there's a lot uh, in the pipeline that we can talk about uh, coming up during the course of the show. We've got fantasy NASCAR, um, we've got uh, black flag, checker flag, as always, uh, and a little bit of sad news from the USAC world. Um, a very tragic story um, from a guest that was on our show before, uh, oddly enough, um, that we'll talk about uh, as well. And there's also some sprint car news regarding uh, the defending NASCAR champion Kyle Larson too. Um, that we'll get to uh, later on in the show, too, because he's, he's got a new venture that he's uh, working on, too. So that is uh, going to cover about uh, a good two hours, probably more, but we only have two hours. So uh, we'll have to do it all when we come back. We will kick off the show next right here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. Do you love the sound of high-revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. 
Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. I'm Andrew Saul, Commissioner of Social Security. Beware of telephone scammers pretending to be government employees. Real Social Security employees will never threaten you. Call is threatening you with arrest or other legal action and demanding money are not from us. If you receive a call like this, hang up, do not provide them with any form of payment or information, report the call at oig.ssa.gov. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know, it won't start. How are we getting home? Chill, my parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke, located on Route 1, or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. You know, in the midst of adversity, I'm sure Chris Rice is continuing to smile today, even though one of their cars got DQ'd on uh, Saturday, last yes. Saturday. Yes, well, I mean, I'm sure he's not smiling about that. Probably. However, uh, he has plenty of other stuff to smile about. That is very true. Uh, Landon Castle had a great run, a, a great opportunity to finish in the top five. He was, just, I think he crossed the line second, um, but he didn't stay that way. Because yes. the car got DQ'd for, I think his was too low and Noah's was too high or something. It, it was could the be other way around. around. It was the other way around. But yeah, but either way. So second and third place in the Xfinity Series race, uh, both being DQ'd, which put uh, Noah and Landon in uh, 35th and 36th, respectively, in the race. Uh, but that did bump Trevor Bain up to second place. Um, so he gets a, another second place run. I think that's like the fourth time he's finished second or whatever and since he's been in the car. Um, so Trevor deserves a full-time ride. I say it every week, but I'm going to keep saying it until it comes to fruition. Um, Justin Allgaier did pick up the victory, though. His, uh, his what, third, second win of the season? I believe so. This second is second. Win. Second win. Yeah, second win of the season uh, for uh, Junior Motorsports. Brandon Brown uh, had a great top three run. He came home in third. Jeremy Clements came home in fourth. Uh, you see Sheldon Creed there in fifth. Ty Dillon was in the 48, came home in sixth. Austin Hill. Kyle Weatherman, Mason Massey, and uh, Bailey Curry had a good top 10 run, too. It was good to see Bailey sure run did. in the top 10 um, in the race. And then uh, other notables, Joe Graff Jr. finished in 12th. Um, Sam Mayer was 15th. Uh, our buddy Howie DiSavino finished 17th. It's a good top 20 run by him, too. Um, and uh, Ryan Vargas finished inside the top 22. So good run for all those guys. If you look, though, through the list, you'll see notable names missing because the second half of that race, Tom, was a complete crash fest. <laughs> yeah, to say the least. I mean— 
just insane, really, how it devolved mm-hmm. so badly uh, in the second sure. half. And it, and it really I means so much of it was just, you know, I think a lot of it was blatant stupidity as much as it was just circumstance and um, drivers meeting in the middle, you know, where they were and, and uh, ending up in bad situations that necessarily weren't on purpose. But, yeah, it was that race was it started off like it was going to be just an amazing race. Yeah. And then in the second half, it just kind of all fell off the cliff, you know. But again, it was good for some of those guys you just mentioned. Oh, yeah. Because they got the chance to move up in the mm-hmm. the finish order a little bit. Um and Bailey Curry, I know, has a sponsor announcement coming out as we record this on Monday night, coming out tomorrow. I don't know if that is a result of the top ten or not, but certainly it doesn't hurt. Um, no, and that didn't hurt the cause at all. That's, so. very, that's very true. Uh, tough break for some of the some of the contenders, as we mentioned. I mean, Landon and Noah obviously being the DQ, but uh, Daniel Hemmert got involved in accidents. Mike Snyder, Jeb Burton. Yeah. Um, a hard hit for Ryan Sieg. Um, Jeb Burton Ooh. was the cause of that um, because they they. You know, trying to meet in the middle, and uh, Ryan was up against the wall. Jeb was trying to avoid the accident and, and didn't see the smoke and then didn't see the car and uh, ended up uh, with uh, Ryan's engine on top of his hood, basically. Um, I mean, uh, he lifted that car almost on its nose, uh, or pretty much did uh, lift it up on its nose. And then later in the race, another hard hit by Brandon Jones um, on the front stretch. He hit the wall, the inside wall, pretty hard um, in that wreck, too. So, Lots of damage to a lot of good cars, but uh, it was good to see those guys finish up there. And, and again, you know, we talk about Trevor Bain week in and week out. And, you know, you, he's doing exactly what he needs to do. Go out there. Yes. Get those good runs. Prove that he still has it. Um, and all he needs is somebody to give him an opportunity to put For him sure. in a full-time ride. And, and, I mean, how can you go wrong with somebody who's finishing consistently in the top five every week? Yeah. I mean, Trevor... We all know. I think. I think everybody believes at this point that Trevor deserves an, uh, an opportunity in a winning car, whether it's in the Xfinity Series or in the you know in the Cup Series. The question is, what's out there for him? Right. I mean, you look at Cup, and um, you know we we do have some. We did have some stuff going on over this last week that we can talk about in the Cup Series that, in theory, could be a possibility for him, but. Probably not likely. I would think more than likely, maybe he would uh, get a shot either full time in this car, um, the 18 car, or you know maybe another uh, Xfinity car of some quality with some some if some things open up in that series, which we think that they might. Um, you know, Trevor is Trevor is way too good and way too capable to be running you know, part-time if he doesn't want to. Now, if, if he's contended with running part-time, then that's great. And he probably could keep doing that. Maybe could stay in this car. I mean, right. I would think, um, however, sure. you know, I, I think he would still, um, gladly if he had the right opportunity, I think he'd jump at the chance to go back full-time, even though he has been, uh, uh, you know, has a burgeoning career with the microphone. No, that's true. I mean, obviously finishing second is not going to hurt your chances of getting a better ride. No. I mean, especially when you're doing it week in and week out, which is what he's been doing lately. Um, but, I mean, even, uh, I mean, it's a Joe Gibbs racing team, uh, obviously with the 18, but they have an affiliation with several other teams, including, you know, KBM over in the truck series. I mean, uh, Trevor ran some truck races earlier in the season for Nice um, and did a pretty good job in those trucks too. So, I don't think there's a series you could put him in where he wouldn't succeed if given the right opportunity sure. and the right equipment. He could definitely 
I'm still hanging with the, you know, the kids that's, you know, I, I say half his age, Trevor's not that old, but, um, you know, being sitting out of a ride, a full-time ride for the last four or five years and then coming back in and showing what looks to be little to no rust at all. Like he's jumped back on the car and was well, able to just go for it. Look at so. it this way. Trevor's been out of it for a little bit. So right. his calendar age is older than his racing age right now. Sure. You know, it's kind of like I remember back in the old NFL days when Marcus Allen was running back for the Raiders, mm-hmm. they they benched him when Bo Jackson came in right. and, you know, and, and then traded him to a division rival, Kansas City, and Marcus ran all over him um, for a couple of years because he had sat on the bench. So, again, the calendar age was ahead of the body age. And, mm-hmm. and uh, I think Trevor would easily have eight or ten good years, at least, if somebody put him in the right equipment. So he's not that old that he can't, you know, come out and, and still be very competitive for a long time. Well, and he's a heck of an advocate, too, for a sponsor. Because I remember when he had yes. – um, I don't remember what the, what the sponsor was he had. Um, but they um, – when he was in the uh, Xfinity Series beforehand, um, he had uh, a sponsor sort of like what Devotion is now with the energy drink type thing, but it wasn't an energy drink. It was like a um, supplement of some kind. I can't remember what it was called, but anyway. Ad- um, Advent? Advent, yeah. Advent. Ad- something I think like it's that. Advent, Advent, something, something like that. Like that. So, yeah. Ad- Advo- um, Advocare. Advocare, yeah. yeah. There you go. Advocare. Um, when he had Advocare as a sponsor, and he did all the work, all the promotional work for them, and now even with Devotion, um, they have a huge presence on social media, Instagram yeah. and TikTok and, and those things, and he's on those videos all the time. So, He's doing exactly what you know. He, he what you would want a sponsor you sure. know, to do for you as a driver is go out and, and you know plug the brand and be a part of the sport and hopefully you know that will maybe entice devotion if they have the means to do it to go. You know what? We'll put a little bit more money into this Cup program or you know this Xfinity program or whatever if Trevor's our driver. Um, and you know maybe we can if if nothing else get him a half a season instead of a you know a, a partial season. He's been splitting the ride with Ryan Truex and a few others, but. Um, perfectly capable of putting that car on the front row and you know in the top five every week. So, well, and there's a there's another way to look at this too. Trevor's got the the coffee shop. That's business, true. Yeah, his okay? own coffee shop. Yeah. Okay, he's got I think two or maybe th- three now by locations. Two I don't, open and one two. on the way, yeah, I believe, okay. or something like that. Um, but oh. here's the thing. You get a bigger company that wants regional activity, mm-hmm. there you go. Oh, yeah. You get the right company to pair with a coffee shop where you can do the B2B thing and um you know that could be some magic. So even if even if his big sponsor can't, you know, uh put him in a full season opportunity, maybe they can find some way to kind of marry that with with another uh company or two to to make it happen. Well, Cuz Trevor true. certainly deserves it. That's true from a business business perspective it's probably easier on a company like devotion who's just starting out to partner with a bigger corporation or a bigger name so you're not spending as much money on advertising you're going into partnership with them yep so hey you know you can sell your you can sell our devotion stuff in your coffee shop you know whatever the case may be um less money having to be shelled out for a huge you know whatever Xfinity sponsorship it goes for, you know, probably upwards of ten, twelve, fifteen million dollars um, a year. Well that's fine. It's about six, I think, for juniors. So probably okay, that's so, yeah, going probably yeah. six, seven million dollars. Especially for the Joe Gibbs version of the team. Yeah, probably. Um at least know, that upwards in the high six single digits. But but still, I mean, you know, that that's that's what you would want for uh, in a business. Sure. So um all right, we're gonna step aside here and uh, take our first break. When we come back we will step in and talk into the Cup series side of things. There's a lot of stuff going on on the Cup side two that we got to talk about. They're, they're fighting with cars there, too. Um, and we will do that when we come back here on the Inside Pass. Stick with us. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. 
Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. Strike two. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. My name's Eric Jones, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, hello, Eric Jones. Thanks for uh, bringing us back to the Inside Pass. Brandon Miller, Tom Baker here with you. Um, talking racing, uh, as we always do. At the top of the show, I mentioned there was uh, some rumors that came out even today um, about some of the, uh, the upcoming rides. And, and we'll get to the Cup Series uh, race in a second, but since Eric brought us back, that reminded me about one of the rumors I heard today. Um, that Eric sent a contract year with yes. uh, with GMS. Yes. They want him to come back and run the 43 car. Um, but there was a, a rumor surfacing today um, that Stuart Haas is interested in in Eric's services for the 10 car because, of course, Eric Amarola really? um, has supposedly said he wasn't coming back, but then Stuart Haas is trying to entice him into coming back for a couple more seasons. But uh, 
apparently, the the folks over at Stuart Haas Racing are very impressed by Eric's performances as of late, and are interested in kind of trying to lure him away from Petty GMS. Okay, so that's kind of interesting because one would have thought that when Ryan Priest was uh, offered the opportunity for this year to be their quote-unquote test driver, so to speak, and then um, to do a number of races in each series, that he was sort of the driver in the wings waiting to replace Eric Almirola. Now, if you're telling me Eric Jones may be a candidate... If I'm Ryan Priest, I'm kind of like, okay, um, now what? Uh, you know, that I, I would have thought that um, he would have been a lock, and I think, I think he deserves an opportunity in that kind of equipment. You've, you've seen what he's done in the trucks and the Xfinity s- series when he's been in equipment capable of winning. So that's an interesting rumor. I did see an interview with Eric, uh, uh, Eric Jones, that is, um, that was fairly recent where he talked about the fact that um, they were, he was interested in not only next year, but um, years into the future. Right. Okay. So, you know, again, I don't know if the SHR thing would be a new thing or whatever. You never know Uh, what's going on behind the scenes, but certainly, you know, I, I think, I think GMS is going to be a team on the rise. Um, and I think it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, but if you got a chance to go to Stuart Haas Racing, I mean, that's, you got to listen to that, I would think. That's true. That's true. And if you're GMS, I mean, obviously, you know, you know Ryan Priest is over in that Stuart Haas camp. Um, he's already beat your boys um, on the Truck Series side yeah. earlier this year. So, you know, if there's a chance that maybe Stuart Haas is going to come get Eric Jones, then maybe you go out to Ryan Priest and go, hey, you know, look. You beat us once, you know, I, I guess twice at this point in the Chuck <laughs> Series, uh, two years in a row. Um, why don't you come over here and drive this, uh, you know, this this cup car? Because conceivably, if Eric does leave uh, Petty GMS, they're going to have two open rides because Ty Dillon's not coming back either. So there's two cars right there that could potentially be new drivers for. Yeah, I, I, I suspect that in the case of the Ty Dillon situation, my gut tells me that there was a reason that happened. Right. Um, Which we'll get to later. Yeah. That's yeah. all going to flow together here. Yeah. And I actually never thought about that until you just said that, and then it makes perfect sense to me. But so. uh, the idea of Ryan going to the 43, just sort of a driver swap, um, per se, that's still a great opportunity mm-hmm. for Ryan, though it certainly... And I think if you look at the way the 43's been performing lately with Eric in it, um, I would say it's equal to the 10 right now because Stuart Haas has been off all season long right. until here just recently. All of a sudden now it looks like Kevin Harvick with a crew swap, but you just aren't seeing really any of the other cars um, doing anything outstanding. That That is true. So speaking of uh, outstanding cars, or uh, I guess um, in terms of beating and banging around, uh, Austin uh, was talking about Dylan's. Uh, Ty's brother Austin and uh, Brad Keselowski took each other off the Christmas list this week. Um, <laughs> I don't think they were ever they, on they it. They probably but... weren't, but uh, apparently Austin's been mad at Brad for most of the season because he he feels that Brad just keeps getting into him and running him over, and Austin had enough at Ladin and decided he was going to try to push him into the infield, um, and they played bumper cars during uh, during the caution flag. Got a little bit out of hand, I feel like, uh, a little bit. But. Well, Austin was actually pushing him toward the wall. <laughs> it was Brad that turned true. and pushed that's, that's Austin to the infield. But, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm I'm never a big fan of the whole sort of 
playing bang bang with race cars in that manner. I don't think it ever really gets you anywhere, to be honest, um, and and causes you damage potentially. So you're really putting your own race car at risk. Um, you know, I think I think Austin was angry in the moment and you know, swerved over as basically saying, hey, cut it out, whatever it is. Um, And um, then Brad, uh, you know, reacted in the moment to being doored and, um, you know, and then said later, well, I kind of did do whatever. And, you know, um, but gosh, uh, you know, (laughs) you know, it was kind of an aw shucks sort of thing. And, um, you know, he said, he did say, I can understand maybe why he's upset, but I mean, it, the whole thing for me is just, look, get, get out of the car, go talk to the guy. Don't, right. you know, don't use your race car as a weapon and don't certainly mm-hmm. don't throw a warning shot with it under caution. That's just silly. Just because you're in earshot of Bowman Gray doesn't mean you need to become Bowman Gray. It'll probably um, be good footage for Austin's new reality show, I suppose. What's actually, I watched a couple of the episodes of that. It's actually not a bad show. It's actually not too bad. <laughs> yeah, for for racing. Thing, well, I mean, there are far there are far worse reality shows out there. Well, it is as bad there. as the racers' wives yeah. thing was. That was I never watched that ugly. One. Thank, but, thank God for that. That's you know time of that my was life. just never, awful television. I would never be able to get back. Uh, so Christopher Bell it did end up in victory lanes. He becomes the fourteenth different winner um, this season. I, I don't have the schedule put up, so I don't know how many regular season races we have left, but. I know we're getting close to the playoffs, but there are a couple of good tracks, namely uh, Daytona being one of them, where we could potentially get to 15. Will we get to 16? Who knows? Um, I would say no. Um, If you look at the drivers that I haven't won, I mean, sure, Daytona's a wild card, but I just look at the drivers that I haven't won, and I ask myself, where could they win? Okay, does Austin Dillon win? No, unless it's Daytona. You know, I mean, a lot of these guys are in that kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I would argue that even Kevin Harvick is in that situation at this point, though he did run w- bet much better th- this past weekend at Loudoun. Um, I don't I just don't think you've got a lot of guys below the, the, the cutoff line that are going to go, you know, to Pocono and win a fee- and win a race. I would expect Pocono, although again it's new for everybody, so who the heck knows? But I would expect Pocono to pretty much play out in the typical manner of you know your Denny Hamlins, your you know your Hendrick cars, your your you know maybe you know the Truex Bush, so Hendrick mm-hmm. Gibbs, um, maybe Penske being in there, uh, and the Trackhouse cars, I, and they both won. So I don't, I just right. don't see a new winner at Pocono. Um, you know, Martin Truex, maybe, um, you know, he would be the other guy that I would look at and say, you know, maybe he gets a win out of this before, um, you know, before we go to the playoffs. But that's a that's a tough one for me. I just can't see too many of these guys below the cut line unless it's a Daytona stealing a win. Yeah. So the last six races of the regular season are Pocono, uh, Indianapolis uh, Road Course, Michigan. Richmond, Watkins Glen, and Daytona. So yeah. you've got you do have two road courses, two road courses, uh, two super speedways, counting Michigan and Daytona, um, and then a short track at Richmond and the the super speedway slash uh, road course in Pocono. So I, who knows? I mean, I, I feel like Martin Truex Jr. is probably the first guy on my list of guys that yes. probably should have already won agree. by now. Yeah. Um, so that would that would get us to fifteen, and, and I agree with you. I mean, Harvick 
you know, they, they've been doing better. Are they good enough to win? Mm, that depends on pit strategy. There's been a lot of things depending upon that. Um, but you've got Austin Dillon, you've got Eric Jones, you got other guys, you know, even further down the list of potential. I mean, you go to Daytona and you can even have a guy that's not even in the championship chase, like an A.J. Allmendinger or, you know, sure. Justin Haley could probably win. He's Daytona is a wild chase, card. But, and, right. and the so. road courses are the other variable. You get somebody like maybe a Michael McDowell uh-huh. that, you know, plays strategy or whatever. Right. Um, Michael's obviously been a back-end top 10 contender, top 5 to top 10, but he hasn't really contended for wins. Sure. Um, you know, you just you look and you say, okay, I mean, again, Harrison Burton, I just don't see the speed right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, Daytona wild card. But you look at a lot of these guys that you might ordinarily put on the list, and I don't know that any of them go to um, a bigger track and 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 do it. I just don't. Um, so I still am skeptical that we're actually going to get to 16, but I could see us getting to 15. Um, and, but boy, if we ever got to 16, I mean, can you imagine the mess we would have in, this, in that scenario? I mean, as it stands right now, Martin Truex Jr. is the, the first guy who will be eliminated, and he's fourth in the regular season standings right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that goes to show you how crazy, you know, of a season it's already been, and that's just if we don't have any more winners. But you know what? To me... This is why this format is good because it rewards winning. And right. that's something that to me is, you know, this is what racing's supposed to be about. It shouldn't be, you know, going out and finishing 10th every week. No, by the way, I limp into the playoffs because I finished 10th every week. It should be about winning and, and being able to win because I think what we've seen is when we get to the playoffs, look out because. Mm-hmm. You know, you've, you're still going to have guys. Ryan Blaney hasn't won yet. But, you know, and so, I mean, they're not going to just roll over for the playoff cars. So that's what's going to make this so interesting. If you've got 16 guys or even 15 that have won, um, you know, and, and we go into the playoffs, I mean, we're going to get down to 12 after three races, but a lot of these guys are really even right now. That's it's true. just week That's to week true. who has that extra little bit. And Ryan Blaney is, is actually chasing Chase Elliott for the regular season championship. Yes. He's 61 points behind, but that could be easily made up in two bad races for Chase Elliott. Exactly. And Ryan can win the regular season championship and not win a single race all year, and that would even play a huge role in yes, the rest of the playoffs. Exactly. So that's, there's a lot of things that can still happen. Right. Um, that is for sure. All right, it's we're going to step aside. Nick Sanchez joins us after the break. We'll be back with more right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Whew. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? 
Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today. 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. He wanted to be known for doing his best. His best made him Major League Baseball's most valuable player. He played in six World Series and was elected to the Hall of Fame. Although an honest man, he was best at stealing holes. But the best quality of Jackie Robinson's life was his character. So here's to you, Mr. Robinson. Thanks for passing it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. And speaking of uh, rambling men or rambling kids, I guess, uh, <laughs> in our case, uh, let's uh, go to the phone line and bring on our guest, uh, for the night, driver of the number two Chevrolet for Rev Racing in the Arca Menard Series, uh, Nick Sanchez is on the phone. Nick, thank you for taking some time out to join us tonight. Of course. Thank you guys for having me. Uh, so uh, I mentioned, obviously, you know, driving in the uh, Arca Menard Series this year. You have a six-point deficit right now behind your teammate, uh, Rajak Ruth. You guys have had an amazing season so far um, at Rev Racing uh, this season. Talk a little bit about how the season's gone for you and, and you know, what your mindset is right now in the thick of this championship chase. Um, yeah, you know, the season's gone pretty well. We've gotten some wins, um, but, you know, I'm always looking for more. I, I look, you know, we've gotten two wins, but we've probably given up, uh, I'd say, maybe maybe another two wins on top of that. So it's just all about execution, and I feel like, you know, myself and the team could do. Um, we could always improve on that, um, and that's what we're looking to do. Um, you know, uh, it's very easy to look at the point situation and see that we're six back, um, but my mindset, I want to go and win every race, and I feel like, Lately, um, we struggled. We struggled a lot at that. Um, but Mid Ohio, I feel like it was a real turning point and probably the most 
positive race um, in the season. So uh, when, when your last race is that pivotal point, um, you, you, I think I really do feel confident going into Pocono. I feel like your uh, ARCA season, Nick, the, the season in general, with all the rain that we've had at different tracks and just, you know, it, it, it's been kind of a goofy um, season at times for everybody in the series. And yet, uh, as Randy said, here you are, Rev Racing, right at the top of the standings, both of you. And it seems like the two of you um, end up running together in so many of the races. You're challenging each other for whatever position. You're always together on the racetrack. Um, and we've seen at times a little bit of contact there. And, you know, I, I talk about what kind of the, the, the team arrangement is. Is it sort of every man for himself? or Because I know you guys are great friends, so it isn't like you're out there trying to take each other out. It's just been fun to watch you guys be able to be that competitive and be leading the standings and yet, you know, have these little moments where it's like, oh, no, don't take each other out. Yeah, I mean, you know, obviously we're, we're driving, you know, mostly the same equipment. So, you know, we're, we're mostly, you know, together on the racetrack and a lot of these tracks, you know, a lot of drafting and you know it's really hard to get away <laughs> from someone even if you do have the faster car necessarily so you know that's why you see tight racing you know i mean hey you know me and him raced really hard we try to race respectful i mean it doesn't always work out um regardless of it with uh if your teammates or not it, it always doesn't work out that way um we haven't good thing is we haven't really you know totaled the car or anything like that you know contacts contact but you know if we me and him probably are two of the hardest racing ones in the series and you know we just try to race each other hard and respectful and uh as long as we do that um i think you know the team will let us have at it <laughs> well just keep in mind too that you're talking about your teammate here so it's not like a you know yes he's a fierce competitor on the track but you also have to look at him um during the week of the <laughs> shop so if you get into too much contact you're gonna have a lot more trouble having to sit down and talk to your teammate than it would be just some rival competitor from another team so Oh, yeah. I mean, regardless of who it is, you know, contact usually leads to a wrecked car. So uh, regardless of who it is, it's never a good thing. It's good for somebody your age, you know, still a relatively young kid in the sport, you know, trying to make your way up to have that kind of mindset. Because so many kids coming through ARCA trucks, Xfinity are, you know, basically checkers or wreckers. And all they care about is getting that checker flag and they don't really care who they hurt. Um, in the end, for those of the listeners who may not know who Nick Sanchez is, tell us a little bit about like how you grew up, where you came from and how you got into racing. Oh, uh, yeah. So pretty much um, grew up in Miami, uh, born and raised there, um, and, you know, started racing at a kart track down there at the age of 12 and, you know, kind of worked my way up from karts, um, eventually moving to Legend Cars with Rev Racing and, uh, you know, progressing through Rev Racing, you know, Legend Cars, Xfinity Car, or <laughs> Legend Cars, uh, Late Models, Arca Cars, and, you know, this year I'm um, continuing Arca with them with uh, some Xfinity stuff. Yeah, you've been you've made some starts in the Xfinity series for um I think Alpha Prime, right? Or was it uh no, no BJ, BJ McLeod, McLeod. that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were with BJ. Um talk a little bit about what that was like for you to make the jump to to the Xfinity series. And um my understanding is that you don't intend to go any farther with that particular team. You've got something else coming up, and I hope it's really good because you deserve a really good opportunity. You've shown that you're capable of running up in the front when you've get, been given a good piece of equipment. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, you know, that opportunity came about last year, and uh, it was really all about getting that first uh, race, that seat time in the Xfinity Series, and really the jump wasn't too bad at all. 
Um, you know, like I said, I think the biggest thing are the tracks and, you know, the tracks that I've driven in the Xfinity car, um, I've driven in the ARCA car. So, uh, the, the car is a little bit different. I always tell people it's more forgiving than the ARCA car. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, this past, I believe it was last week, um, I made the announcement, you know, parting ways with, uh, BJ's team. Um, but it is for, you know, an opportunity that I cannot pass up on. It is a very, <laughs> very good opportunity that hopefully, um, we'll get out soon. I love it. Uh, uh, that gets a bell because I uh, love hearing that uh, there's something on the horizon for you. You and uh, Raja, actually, the, the, all of Rev Racing, um, the, the, the drivers that you have there now um, with the, the two of you and LeVar and uh, Regina and Isabella, all of that, that whole group, it's really become kind of a tight knit group. And I feel like rev racing as a whole has just come miles and miles over the last two, three years. Yeah. You know, rev right now they're all about, you know, bridging a gap from, you know, Arca to trucks or Xfinity. And I really do believe Chevrolet has helped that uh, tremendously. And, you know, most of the opportunities I'm getting now is actually, you know, uh, due to that relationship that started because of rev. So it, it really is, the team is on the rise and I feel like their development process is just getting better, better and better. So you, uh, you, you ran the summer shootout at uh, Charlotte, the Bojangles summer shootout too. Um, in addition to that, have you done any kind of iRacing? Are you an iRacer at all? How much does that help you, uh, you know, prepare for um, these tracks that you've never been on? Uh, you know, I used to do a lot of iRacing. Um, now I've toned back on it, you know, and I, I do it maybe once or twice a week. Um, I try not to rely too much on it, um, you know, try to focus more on the Chevrolet manufacturer sim stuff because um, I feel like that's more accurate. And, you know, as I go to these tracks for the second, third, and fourth time, I start to have an idea. Um, and, you know, I could go, I can almost learn more from watching previous races and my notebook in general than the sim. Um, but, you know, I, I guess if you want to go have fun on it, it's still nice to. But I try to rely more on, you know, uh, you know other things now. Well, you're lucky to have that uh, manufacturer's sim because obviously the scope of that is certainly much, you know, different than than iRacing. You mentioned your notebook. How how extensive do you get with actually sitting down after a race and sort of debriefing in in a in a notebook that you personally sort of have to carry around. I've always wondered about that because I hear about drivers doing the iRacing thing, and then you know most teams have a notebook. But do you have kind of a journal or or whatever you would want to call it that you actually do for yourself that you can review too? Honestly, I would say it's kind of more of a mental notebook. Um, usually, if good or bad things happen at the racetrack. I usually remember them pretty well, and, you know, it, it just kind of, I try to ingrain it in my head. Um, you know, I do take, if there's something that comes up at the track, I will take a note of it, um, but mostly it is between, you know, working on getting the cars faster with my team, so just hopefully debriefing after the weekend and, you know, trying to make speed, that's probably the biggest thing, um, and especially it's nowadays it's hard to keep, it's hard to keep notes with a lot of these tracks with, you know, the changing conditions with the resin with the pj1 so you know lately i've been trying to have more of an open mind when i go into the weekend and really um rely on more present knowledge than uh past it's interesting to me because you know with the with the way since since covid you know practice times have been reduced qualifying times have been reduced races have been reduced so you guys don't get the track time um that you would get, have gotten you know four or five years ago when you had you know 75 practice sessions of an hour long 
um, and it took four <laughs> weeks to get through. But um, now you have that, that condensed time. So being a relatively new person on the sport and still trying to learn your way through everything, you don't have as much practice as you did. So having those mental notes and being able to figure those things out pretty quick um, obviously keeps your brain sharp, um, but it also helps to kind of know, you know, you have to learn a whole lot in a short amount of time in order to be able to stay up to date on what's going on in the changing conditions on the track. Yeah, you know, actually, now that you say it, um, I, I honestly prefer it this way just because I feel like it gives you, it, give, it doesn't give you an opportunity to really tune yourself out of the race, you know. Oh, good job. point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, now with with how prepared the cars go to the racetrack, you know, they're almost on the money um, when you unload, um, especially on the Xfinity side. Um, there, there isn't, you know, every, all the technology these days, you know, everything has been prepared before you usually get to the track. Um, and, you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, practicing a lot, you could take something off that would have helped you in the race, but, you know, you just never know. So having a very short practice, um, I feel like, you know, me personally, I just try to get up to speed, you know, I, I try to get the speed on lap one, um, and yeah, really just, you know, find adjustments in the car, but it doesn't allow you the opportunity to really tune yourself out of the race. Um, so that's, I, a, I, I prefer it. that's an interesting perspective. I, I you know, again, you, you hear about, you know, people talk about drivers that don't get enough practice time, um, and, and have been kind of hampered by the lack of it, but I don't think so many people talk about the inverse, which is, you're right. You can overthink it the more practice time you have and you you try to tune your car to the current condition instead of maybe the condition you need to have later on uh, when the race actually starts. So I can definitely appreciate that. Is there a particular track that, um, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of at odds with right now because it just seems to <laughs> give you a fit? Or have you, I mean, I feel like you've pretty much looked smooth at every track you've run at, at least this year. Is there a track that you you feel like you still need to, to work on a little bit more than the others? Um, No, you know, I, I really don't. I know a lot, of people, a lot of drivers have, like, favorite track, you know, their works track. And I really, if I'm worse at a track than another track I, I don't make a mental note saying you know i'm stuck here i just you know try to i try to get better at it and uh you know i, I try to I, I look at the schedule and i want to win at every track doesn't matter if it's on a dirt road course short track big track um obviously my team i feel like our cars are better at the bigger tracks that's where i've had more success um but as a driver i don't feel like um i'm not capable of you know the smaller tracks or you know the the other tracks on the schedule um, it, it's just a lot about setup and, you know, where your team, you know, you see some teams perform better at the short tracks or the road courses. And I feel like that's the biggest thing. Um, but me personally, you know, I, I like every track. Um, as long as I'm in a race car, I'm happy. And, you know, uh, I try to put the same work ethic into each and every track. We go to. So uh, talk, uh, talk a little bit about your sponsors, your corporations, anybody that helps you uh, on and off the racetrack. Yeah, uh, Rev Racing, Max Eagle Incorporated, and uh, Chevrolet. Um, because of them, I'm able to do what I do what I love. Short and sweet and to the point. What races do you have coming up that you can uh, talk about? And real quickly, in about 30 seconds, where can people follow you on social? Yeah, um, my next race is uh, this Friday at Pocono. I believe it's 6 o'clock at FS1. Um, and everyone can follow me on my social, uh, Nick Sanchez 80 Nick, thank you so much for taking some time out to join us. Next time, uh, next time you're on, we want uh, you and Raja to come to the studio and sit in on our show with us. Of course. 
right. would be a lot of fun. Uh, best of luck the rest of the season, and uh, good luck this Friday at Pocono. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Nick Sanchez, everybody, Arca Series driver, uh, second in points right now, to ne- negative six to his buddy Rajak Ruth. So we're gonna we're gonna both yeah. in the studio this uh, later on. In the that fall. would be fun. I I think uh, those guys are great friends mm-hmm. and they race really hard, but they they race clean with each other. And uh, man, they're fun to watch. They do it the right they way. They really are. They do yeah. it the right way. All right, we're gonna step aside, take a break. Back with more right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles, and now we offer motorcycle products. Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters, and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. I'm Matt Benedetto, the brutally honest NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. the inside pass if you missed uh nick's interview or any part of our show make sure that you uh, check it out on your favorite podcasting websites later on in the week uh, sirius xm on the weekends and uh basically if you search for it you will find 
the show somewhere. SteeringWheelNation.com is uh, an easy place. But yes, uh, favorite podcast platforms, all of that. The Inside Pass. Uh, just go look it up. And uh, we look forward to it. All right. So Black Flag, Checkered Flag. Um, I wrote mine down while Nick was talking because I had a thought. And I was like, I'm going to write it go right ahead. now. I'm going to forget. Um, so uh, how we play this basically is uh, we get the Black Flag and Checkered Flag. Anything, anyone, any entity involved in the whole entire motorsports realm for the whole weekend. Uh, so my checkered flag first will go to two drivers. I'm going to do Chase Elliott because he has four consecutive finishes, a first, second, first, second, which means he's going to win at Pocono if the, uh, if the streak <laughs> continues. Um, and Bubba Wallace uh, for getting a top three finish uh, at Loudoun on Sunday, much, much needed uh, top three finish for that team um, at 23-11 racing. And my black flag, uh, because Nick was on and, and I feel like ARCA gets shafted a lot on TV time, I'm going to black flag TV networks in general, Fox, NBC, wherever. Um, because of all the networks you guys own uh, in the realm of possibility, you can find somewhere for ARCA to be that isn't on a pay you know streaming channel. You can put it on, which I know it's the, the race this weekend's on FS1, uh, but that's only one of five races that's going to be televised on you know live in action. So they deserve more opportunity to be seen. I would agree with that. Um, so I'm going to start with my checkered flag, and it goes to Kenny Schrader. Why? Ah. Because Kenny Schrader finished on the podium <laughs> in the SRX race yeah. uh, at uh, his track, Peevely. As um, he should. Yes. Um, and the idea was those guys went racing on the dirt, put on an amazing show. That series is just fantastic. I think they've only got one left now. Uh, this year, but um, yeah, SRX uh, Kenny Schrader gets my checkered, my black flag. I'm just gonna give to Austin Dillon because, like, really, man, come on, <laughs> stop it. But like you said, it's gonna make for great episodes of yeah, Life Fast Lane they work uh, it on, somewhere yeah, down the road. Uh, that is for sure. All right, we are uh, gonna step aside here, take our next break. Uh, we, we've got a sponsorship thing we're gonna talk about here uh, when we come back, and we'll we start the second. Well, oh, yes, oh, that more. okay, that one. Yeah, we'll be back with more <laughs> right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. 
A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. I'm Mike Lynette. You're not making it work on the outside. Make sure you listen to the inside pass. Welcome back to the Inside Pass. So if you are somebody who is a frequent uh, person who scrolls through LinkedIn a lot, um, we have the the perfect uh, solution for somebody who's trying to reach a bigger audience, don't we, Tom? Yes, we do. It is the ultimate LinkedIn lead gen tool, and it is called Connected, K-E-N-N-E-C-T-E-D, Connected. And uh, Connected is a lead gen tool that basically helps you to pull in uh, leads of your perfect target market. Okay, I know what this tool can do because I use the tool. It has really helped me in just a month of using it. It has been huge for expanding my uh, network on LinkedIn. And by the way, there are over 800 million people on LinkedIn. So if you're a business owner or you're uh, in marketing or a, a higher position in business, um, you should want to be on LinkedIn and to grow your LinkedIn and, and connected is a great way to do it. It helps you learn how to use the free version of LinkedIn to tar- target exactly who you know is qualified to either buy partner or work with you in just 15 seconds. And here's how it works. Once you have your list of perfect prospects, just bring the list over to the connected tool and type out the message you want them to receive connected will automatically reach out to the thousands of prospects for you. If that's how many you have in your list and it will do it as you. So this not only adds three to seven qualified prospects on your calendar a week, but also increases your LinkedIn network with higher quality connections of only people you like to work or associate yourself with. So here's how this works. First of all, Everybody wants to know the price, $89 a month. That's it. Trust me, it is the biggest steal that I've ever seen in lead gen software. And I, again, I'm saying it from firsthand experience. Um, just go to Connected's website, $89 a month. And if you want their personal coaching package, it's 1500 bucks, but you'll get half off if you're a Steering Wheel Nation listener, which you are because you're listening to it through this show. Um, and uh, once you pay the 750 it's a one-time charge. 
that gives you a whole assortment of benefits. And then after that, it's just $89 a month. So get connected. Go to app.connected.com and we'll be back with more of the show after this. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their car, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. Ball in street? Girl in street! (gasps) It's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text. Stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. I'm Chase Elliott, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. The, re- the re-entrance is the only time he doesn't finish first or second because he was like the sixth re-entry. <laughs> yeah. um, welcome back uh, to the show. Second half of our show, we got a lot of silly season news we're going to talk about. Well, let's uh, get Fantasy NASCAR out of the way first. Um, 
it's only going to be me and Tom picking this week because uh, the boys aren't here, so they don't get to pick until later in the week. But um, we, we've started to sort of make some ground, especially in the second, uh, second third, and fourth place runs. Uh, Nick actually gained some points. He picked Justin Allgaier for the Xfinity race, so he gained a lot of points there. Um, but uh, so he's actually jumped ahead of Peter, so Noah and Peter are battling for the bottom of the barrel. Um, where me and, and Nick are, are neck and neck for a second. Uh, he, I have a one-point advantage um, over Mr. DeGroote um, going into Pocono. All three series are in action this weekend um, at Pocono Raceway. So um, since uh, nobody else is here but me and Tom, I get to pick first. So I'm taking Ryan Priest in the Truck Series race. Uh, so two for two for him this year in the trucks. For Xfinity, I'm going to go out on a little bit of a limb and pick Cole Custer because he's in the 07 this week, and last time he was in the 07, he put it in victory lane. Um, and for the Cup Series race, I don't know why, but I feel like Ryan Blaney. Because we talked earlier about, uh, you know, Ryan is trying to chase down Chase Elliott for the regular season championship. Um, so what better way to do that and get himself a win and come a little bit closer to guaranteeing himself a spot in the playoffs? Well, Blaney, uh, that's a good pick for Pocono. Because I do feel mm-hmm. like all the Penske cars could be real yeah, factors yeah, at Pocono. And certainly Blaney knows how to win there. So mm-hmm. I would definitely... Uh, Say that Ryan Blaney is a good pick. Um, all right, so we know who I'm picking in the trucks because I know enough to ride a horse till the leg breaks. And so far, Zane Smith's leg is perfectly fine. So we're we're going with uh, the Zane train to get another one here uh, at this weekend. And uh, let's see, Xfinity. Um, I'm just sticking with Ty Gibbs because Ty has been doing pretty well for me now in the Cup Series. I do feel like this could be a place where Martin Truex Jr. could possibly get his first win. But for some reason, I sort of like the idea of going um, out of the Penske camp. But I'm just uh, going to pick Joey Logano because uh, I think Joey's got a shot. And I'll tell you who the other guy that could be, uh, it possibly, is Brad Keselowski. Brad has been, you know, again, I think if, if... if he could just get all the speed out of that car that it has and, and <laughs> stay away from uh, other cars, uh, you know, other cars, uh, period, I think Brad could get up and contend. And I think this is a track he could do it on. This is going to be all new. And here's the thing, Randy. Man, we had some uh, transmission issues last week. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, <laughs> Pocono is going to be a shifting um, festival for these guys, right? So... You know, we'll see how uh, we're going to see how the new transaxle holds up um, at uh, in a in a race like this where you're constantly just up and down and up and down. This is going to be the I think this is the last track on the on the circuit where I kind of get scared about what kind of a race we're going to get. Pocono has always been you know strategically um, and statistically one of those slowest paced, most boring races of, of the Cup Series schedule. This year they only have one race. They had a doubleheader last year, but. I feel like this is the one race where you go, oh, just please put on a half-decent race because at this point, I mean, every race so far this year, we've had a couple of hiccups here and there. But for the most part, I mean, we're, you know, whatever, 18 races into the season, uh, into the regular season, and, and I can't think of one race where it just I, it was atrociously disastrous. Um, and so this is the one track where hopefully next week we can say the same thing. Yeah, it's I feel like this is a wild card, and I almost think Michigan may be too, That's oddly true. enough, and I don't know why. But um, this track, because it's so unique, you know, with the mm-hmm. each each corner being different, 
um, and really only three corners. Um, it's just a, the tunnel turn. There's bumps there. Um, I feel like, I mean, I I don't want to say it can't get any worse than most of the Pocono races, but I feel like it somehow has to be better. Um, so I feel like this has the chance to either be, holy crap, that was the best Pocono race I've seen in 10 years, or um, kind of same old Pocono. My fear, like I said, is maybe some... Um, some car issues just due to some wear and tear, um, whether it's the transaxle or whatever, uh, you know, cause this track does tend to beat up equipment. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how this turns out, but I, I'm kind of excited to, to see what happens. And, and it's also, um, Saturday's race, by the way, the Xfinity race is a late start. I think are the trucks Saturday too. The trucks are Saturday at one yes. Eastern, I believe. And uh, Xfinity is, I think, five yeah. Eastern. Yeah, and then Sunday, I think, is uh, three, two or three uh, for the Cup Series. So, which means if it sprinkles on Saturday, the, the Xfinity Series is done till Monday. Well, and no... Pocono is a weird. You, I mean, Pocono, it could be raining one minute and ninety six and sunny the next. I mean, it it goes through. You can true. get almost any weather at, uh, in the Pocono Mountains. It's but uh, hopefully the forecast will be good because I I'm going to really look forward to the truck race the most mm-hmm. because my gosh, I mean, I and I think the deal with Zane is I think he basically just has to take the green and like finish a stage and he wins the regular season title. Yeah. Which I look at is somehow sort of um, appropriate given that he, he should have already had it wrapped up except he had that stupid Vegas deal that NASCAR took second from. It's true. And then he had the, the the, the, gate. He had the mechanical failure uh, the week that I picked him in Venice and NASCAR, which is why I can't, I'm not allowed to pick him anymore <laughs> yeah. in Venice and NASCAR because uh, Chris Murdoch will whoop me yes. um, to a bloody pulp. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about silly season uh, because that's been the hot topic this last week um, in the NASCAR garage area. It all started on Tuesday of uh, last week when uh, 2311 Racing, and of course that's Denny Hamlin and uh, Michael Jordan's team, uh, put out a press release, you know, little little lunchtime, little memo. You know, everybody's eating lunch, nobody paying attention to the internet. All of a sudden, this memo comes through. Tyler Reddick signs for 2024, and everybody's like, "Wait, wait, what? What? Where did this come from?" Because he's under contract to RCR, but apparently, um, his contract ends at the end of 2023, and so they sign him for 2024. And so I made a joke in our broadcast chat thing on Facebook that uh, apparently silly season is getting a year and a half head start. Um, but it seems like that's what we're we're dealing with, and there's more to the story. There's other things going on after that, but this is just a bizarre story where apparently RCR didn't know that he was weren't going to leave, and they read it when everybody else read it on the line, and then they put out a rather salty statement um, saying, you know, you know, we wish the we're we're going to get try to get wins and get a championship in the next year and a half, but. Um, it couldn't come at a worse time is basically what the statement said. So they a little bit of a bitter pill to swallow there, knowing that uh, Reddick was leaving. So let's uh, – yeah, so so this was – I don't even think we made it to lunch on Tuesday before this hit. This was, this was a Denny Hamlin video uh, kind of Zoom call media availability Correct. is what yeah. this was, okay? <laughs> and um, Tyler Reddick just sort of – happened onto the screen. He walked into the room um, and was like, hey, buddy, you know, and nobody knew what was coming. There was no advance warning. Nothing had leaked out. And and I think that we're still unclear 
unless you know something I don't, Randy, I think we're still unclear whether RCR was told by Tyler Reddick that this was he was going to do that. Um, so I yeah. think part of what RCR was reacting to after that, obviously, big surprise is, is you know, here we are trying to line up sponsors. You know, this is the beginning of sponsor season. And, you know, it it. All of a sudden, you're dropping this bombshell, and we didn't even know about it. Um, so I'm not sure if that's the case. I'm not sure they didn't know about it. But that was a that was to me as a longtime PR person. That to me is just disgraceful PR, in my mm-hmm. opinion. It was a disgraceful way to do it. Um, it was Denny Hamlin showing off a trophy, basically, is what it was. Look what I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you wait until after the playoffs are over, after the season is over, and then announce it. There's no reason. And if you really just felt you needed to do it because, you know, you were afraid of a leak, then coordinate with RCR and do this the right professional way so that there's no, um, you know, and you can have kind of tandem announcements. Nothing wrong with Reddick going to seek a better fortune if that's what he wanted to do for 24, but there was no reason to rush that out other than just, you know, Denny and 2311 wanted to show off their prize. Right. Well, and then when you look at it from the perspective of normal, normal silly season announcements are for the, for the following year. Reddick is right. not leaving for tw- for another year exactly. and, you know, whatever. So we'll, we'll talk more about it when we come back. More Inside Pass right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed. Ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, 
Plan ahead. Designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. Hey, this is Jeff Burton, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. So in the words of one of the best broadcasters uh, in the entire world, uh, Mr. Paul Harvey, now the rest of the story. Um, <laughs> so now you know right. the rest of this. If, if you're younger and you don't know who Paul Harvey is, please go to YouTube and just type in Paul Harvey and just listen. Just One listen. of the all-time yes. greatest orators in the yes. history of humanity. Yes, yes. Uh, make, makes listening to the radio just so Oh, he was, he was so good. <laughs> the Dodge Absolutely. commercial, you know, so, uh, what, what was that? The, uh, the uh, God Made a Farmer. Yeah. 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 Go type that one. In. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we're talking about uh, Tyler Reddick and how he signed with 2311 Racing for 2024. And it's just weird the fact that we're going into 2023. So now he's going to be with RCR for a whole nother season with a team that he knows he's leaving at the end of that current season. Yeah. That's just going to be, you know, we talk all the time about guys. You can take Kyle Bush, for instance. He doesn't know if he's going to be back next year. He doesn't know what's going to happen to that team. So even though he's focused on what's going on on the racetrack, his team, his you know pit crew, everybody's like, well, you know, are we going to have jobs at the end of the year, whatever. Now we've got a driver who's going to be driving for a team an entire season, knowing that when that checkered flag flies in, at Phoenix in 2023, see ya, I'm out. Yeah, it creates what's what's known as a lame duck situation, and you know it's it's really difficult. No matter how hard you try, especially when something happens like happened last Tuesday, where, you know, the guy that you're headed into the playoffs with, who just got his first cup win two weeks ago or three weeks ago, whatever it is, it, it you know, on the road course, um, you know, you, you, you're kind of, you're all excited. You're going to the playoffs. You're focusing on that. And then this bombshell happens and you say, well, it's not till 24. It doesn't matter because basically what Tyler Reddick just <laughs> did was pretty much, you know, flip off RCR. I mean, it, and, and it shouldn't have had to have been that way. Had you waited till the season was over, had you had your meeting with the folks at RCR and sat down with the team and said, look, here's what's going on. You know, um, had an opportunity I couldn't pass up, but listen. I am 100% in the camp, in the corner. I will bust my tail for you. You have all those conversations first. Mm -hmm. Then you go make the announcement because then everybody understands where you're at. You don't make them wonder because, again, and here's the other side of this, Randy. From the 2311 side, there's two drivers that, that are at first when that happened, it's like, well, Who's leaving, Carter Bubba? You know, or is there going to be a third car? And it was a little bit of a gap in in time that day before Denny Hamlin made a statement that says, as long as Kurt Busch wants to keep running, we'd like to have him. Well, now, <laughs> nobody said right. anything about old Bubba 
until later on. Right. Okay. And then somebody said, you know, Bubba's not going anywhere. Oh, well, he's his he's not under contract after I think it's twenty either this year or next. I think it's twenty three. Right. But I'm not sure. It might be this year. Um, you know. So now is it a third car? Why don't you just announce the whole thing at once? Right. What was exactly. your hurry? It was very. It was sloppy. It was awkward. You know, as as a media, you're you're watching Denny, and all of a sudden now you have this bombshell. And and now you, Denny basically one upped himself because nobody cares what Denny's doing this week. Now we all want to know about this. That's exactly right. When it comes to Bubba, it was awful. When it comes to Bubba Wallace, I, I feel like the first year, last year, the first year of twenty three eleven, he was the only driver there. Yeah. So obviously there was growing pains with the organization. New team, you know, China, right? Yeah. New team, new you know, yep, whatever, new, new everything. People. Yeah. So they bring on Kurt Busch, and, and I think a, a part of the the team probably thought, you know, hey, we'll bring in Kurt Busch. He's a veteran driver. He can work with anybody. Sure. And he'll make Bubba better. And Bubba has been a little bit better. He's had strengths and brilliance, whatever. But he hasn't really been as consistent as I know Denny wants that team to be. So now you go out and you hire a guy like Tyler Reddick, who's proven himself to be that you know consistent front running guy that you want on that team. So, but if he's not going to come into 2024, do you sit down with Bubba at the end of 23 and go, look, this is your final year. You either make it to, to the playoffs or you either show what you've got this year or you're out. Tyler's in. Okay. So here, well, so. Uh, I mean, that's uh, what well, I would think. Well, but, yeah, I mean, let's look at this. So, okay. So if, first of all, my first question is, listen, I'm a huge fan of Tyler Reddick's. I've watched him come up through the ranks, both on pavement and dirt. Okay, and I think that the the guy has unbelievable talent. Now, but he, the fact remains, he's won one cup race in three years. One now, at twenty three eleven can say, well, our equipment's better than RCR. Well, um, Kurt Busch has won one race, and Bubba has a win thanks to a rain shortage, but it's still a win. He was in the lead when they stopped it, but. That team, I, I'm not sure if I'm Tyler Reddick that I look at that team as being a step up. I think at this moment, you got to say it's a lateral move at best. Mm-hmm. And so what does this come down to? Well, it it seems as though they probably threw a lot of cash at him and whatever other considerations he wanted. Well, probably threw it down to him because I don't that, know he would catch that it I, straight. Anyway. That RCR would, you know, would. So, so the, the whole thing is. Um, for me, and then you look at what you said, it's like, okay, at the end of next year, if Bubba hasn't won a bunch or hasn't gotten measurably better, what happens? Is that why we waited to see if there was a third card? Did we announce this now to kind of plant, you know, like light a fire under Bubba? What, what is, I finished third. So he obviously it worked for a little bit. Well, here's the thing though, is honestly, when I look at Bubba this year, I see as much of, of, of Bubba's team, just sabotaging races on pit lane and with stupid stuff. Then, then I, as, as I see Bubba not performing up to, um, capability. So this for me was really specious. And I, I, again, I think it was very awkward and it leaves a lot of questions that people are going to be asking over and over and over and over again until the whole thing is revealed of what the plan actually is. And this is going to drag on right into 2023 Mm -hmm. unless it gets settled. So I just thought the timing 
was absolutely terrible, and it just didn't need to be done the way that it was. Yep. And you're going to be that that team is going to be distracted the entire next season, exactly, with all the questions that haven't been on, haven't been answered. But on the other side of all of that, we talked about Ty Dillon earlier, um, and the fact that he's leaving GMS uh, at the end of the season, um, and with Tyler leaving RCR at the end of 2023, um, could that be where Ty eventually ends up? Um, I don't, well, I mean, who knows? Anything's possible. My gut answer is to say no, because Ty, Ty would have been there by now if he wanted to be. Sweet. Ty has always wanted to be his own yeah. dog right, and not, right. yeah, he want, wanted to do his own thing mm-hmm. and, and succeed on his own merit. He didn't want to be, and I can't blame him for that. And, and, and I wonder if some of that is kind of, you know, I don't want to get into a situation where, Austin and I are teammates and then start having any kind of issues. Right. Right. Cause yeah. I mean, it can happen, right. Even mm-hmm. if unintentionally. So I don't honestly think Ty ends up there. I think it's more likely that RCR reaches down and pulls up Austin Hill or Sheldon Creed out of the Xfinity series. And I think Austin would be the first one should be the first one. Um, if there is to be, but who knows? We got another year for Sheldon to grow into it. So I think you've got a couple of really good racers. And who knows what else is going on? There are so many things in silly season that are in flux at this moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do not believe Ty ends up in the eight car, nor do I believe that Ty replaces Kyle Bush in the 18. <laughs> I think that is just like anybody who thinks that would happen. There's a better chance that AJ there'll be a Foyt. Tie. There'll be a tie, but it won't be Dylan. Better chance AJ Foyt comes out of retirement, to take the ride, <laughs> than there is that Ty Dylan gets. I mean, look, Ty, Ty, yeah, Ty's young, but you know that's not how Joe Gibbs. They're not going to put Ty in that car. They might put him in an Xfinity car, but they're not going to put him in the Cup car. <laughs> if Kyle Busch leaves, and I'm not sure that he is, but boy, it is certainly looking that's a true. little bit. You know, either, it's a lot going on there. He he did say on Saturday that uh, there hasn't been a firm deadline for submitting a potential return next season. Added that he has had talks with other teams about potentially going to their organization in 2023. Yeah, and and you look at some of the teams that are out there. Okay, I mean, here again, you know, if you're if you're 2311, I mean, I, there's. You really, I mean, a driver of Kyle's caliber, let's be real here. I mean, Kyle can be difficult. He's, you know, a puckish and whatever else. Okay. Right. But, but there's, you know, he's, unless you believe that his career is peaked and he's no longer capable of winning championships, which I don't, then Kyle Bush is a, you know, a strong free agent and any major team short of Hendrick, who's already got their lineup set, would want him on their team. Um, and that would include, by the way, Stuart Haas, where, you know, we have a car available. Um, and even I would even think Trackhouse would consider a third car for him if, if because, again, that's, you know, so I don't know. Boy, that would be, I, I don't necessarily see him going to RCR, but Again, who knows what other offers he gets. So, you know, that would be the funniest uh, turn of events in in a long time if he ends up over there. That, that definitely would. A lot of, the, of, of Kyle's problem is, is that the money he was making from this last contract to the next one isn't this is going to be the same. I mean, he's not no. going to get the $25 million contract exactly right. he's getting now 
with the next contract that's going to be in the nine, ten, twelve, fourteen million dollar range. So if even that, it. right? If even that. The, so. the hardest part of this is that we've come to an era in Cup where drivers coming up that are out of the like Xfinity or whatever, mm-hmm. they're not even getting million a year salary. Right. right. They're getting half to three quarters, maybe mm-hmm. somewhere close to a million, and they're making the rest of their money in endorsements. Which, fair enough, personal services stuff, that's fine. I don't think Kyle wants to go back there. And I think that's part of the problem Mm -hmm. is finding enough sponsorship to be able to maintain that that big salary. Now, that's speculation. We don't know what all the issues are, but I've got to believe that's a big part of it. If money wasn't a a big issue, I would think he'd be signed by now. Exactly, exactly. We're going to step aside, uh, take a break. There's silly season news on the other uh, side of the coast with the uh, IndyCar series, and we'll talk about that when we come back next. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-race com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way if you own a gun you have a full-time responsibility when you aren't using it be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children troubled teenagers a thief or anyone else who might misuse it your family friends and neighbors are all counting on you remember always lock it up For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. This is Justin Lopp, and you're listening to the best guys on the radio, the Inside Pack. 
Welcome back to the Inside Pass. Uh, Randy Miller, Tom Baker here with you talking racing um, as we always do. Uh, switching over and talking about some uh, IndyCar news now. Um, and, and it's kind of like a deja vu type of story, although this, is, <laughs> this one to me seems a little bit more messier than the last one was. Um, Alex Pillow, um the defending IndyCar Series champion, uh, apparently is uh, leaving Ganassi. For McLaren in 2023, uh, with, with a guarant- well, <laughs> with a guaranteed uh, test in the, on the F1 side of things, the strangeness about this story is is that moments before uh, that announcement was made, uh, Ganassi put out a press release that uh, Pelot was coming back in 2023, and Pelot was like, "Wait a second, I never signed off on this release. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm out the door. I'm going to McLaren." Yeah, so here's what effectively happened here. So this was the day after mm-hmm. the NASCAR PR dumpster fire. It was a great day. IndyCar said, hold my beer. <laughs> and um, <laughs> if you thought that was bad, watch this, y'all. Um, so here's how this breaks down. Uh, as Randy said, Chip Ganassi Racing announced that uh, their lineup from 2022, which included Pelot, <laughs> would be back in 2023 intact. Now, then Alex Pelot finds out about this and, and then gets back on Twitter or gets on Twitter and not only says, I didn't authorize this quote, but also says, and I didn't authorize or sign off on the press release and then McLaren comes on and tells both uh, 2311 and uh, CGR to hold my beer and says, oh, by the way, he's driving for us. Um, Now this here, you have the defending champion of the series. Okay. And you have one team who ostensibly picked up his option. Now, again, we should have mentioned when we were talking about the RCR 2311 thing in NASCAR, RCR picked up the option for, Tyler Reddick for 2023, but did not sign him to a longer term deal. This is similar to what happened with CGR and Polo. They picked up the option for 2023, but did not have a long term deal on the table for him. So um, now Polo announces and McLaren announces that he's going over there and he's going to do some F1 testing and you know drive their Indy car or whatever. So he's he's gone, according to him. Now, CGR obviously says no. Um, you know, here's the deal. People say, well, how does this stuff happen? Don't they have contracts? Well, yes. But here's the thing about contracts and options, okay? It, it depends what the out clauses are, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, in, in Pelot's case, we're dealing with next year, 2023. In the case of Tyler Reddick, it's 2024. He's staying at RCR next year, or at least for now, (laughs) depending on what else happens. Maybe he won't. He may be spending a year, you know, in some other car sitting on the sidelines. Um, But, you know, in in the IndyCar situation, you've got the defending champion of the series. And, and, you know, again, if, if you did not have your... I's dotted, your T's crossed, and everybody signed off. If 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 that's the case, don't release. Don't don't go by word of mouth. Don't go by assumptions. Don't go by anything. Don't release. Okay. And so CGR now is is they're going to have to. All of this is going to have to be sorted out. Um, 
Alex was in the car this weekend at Toronto. So, um, I mean, who knows? I don't think we really know what's going on with that. At least I haven't heard a definitive resolution to this. Um, and this would basically throw um, CGR into a bit of a, again, a bit of a tizzy. I mean, do you sign does does Tony Kanar on a full year, you know, do you go get somebody else to, to, you know, to, to take the ride? You know, this was not something CGR was planning on at this point in the season. Um, and so this is going to come down to, uh, what's in Alex Pelot's contract and, you know, how the lawyers, the attorneys for both sides can resolve this. So I'm going, not going to say that Alex Pelot is racing for McLaren until I see um, everybody say that, you know, that's official in the situation, because you would think that's probably how it'll end up. Um, but uh, this is going to be interesting to watch. Again, another just PR dumpster fire. There's a process in business for how, you know, PR is done and how things are announced. And, and I've seen a number of times when a sponsor pulls out of a deal in, in NASCAR or elsewhere because they hadn't signed off before the release came out. And so, you know, you just can't be careless with this stuff. You know, this is heavy duty stuff here. And again, just, you know, now we're going to, that's going to be hanging over those two teams heads until it's all resolved and uh, what a bombshell that would be if 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 Alex Polo's gone. How do you replace the defending champion of your series with a driver of his caliber? And then what do you tell the sponsors? I mean, if if you've well, got a sponsor again, that, yeah. that signed on, you know, to sponsor Alex Polo, now you got to go to their their headquarters and be like, um, so we don't have Polo anymore. He went to McLaren. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, you got millions of dollars riding on this. Uh, the fact that a defending champion of your series is riding your car. And now he bolted for, you know, F1 territory. And then what, what do you tell your sponsor at this point? Well, he's not bolting for F1. He's well, he's bolting for McLaren. But he's going right, to run exactly. IndyCar. Right. So you're going to be That's competing true. against him now. But here's the other side of this. Now, let me throw another perspective in this. If, if this is 1980, okay, mm-hmm. neither of these situations happen. You know why? No social media. That's true. Here's the th- here's what happens on the NASCAR side. Okay, if, you know, 2311 signs whatever and they want to announce it well they call up one of the big reporters you know and give them the story well the first thing that reporter's going to do is call up richard childress racing and get a quote right okay so this press conference probably never happens if Mm -hmm. it weren't for social media the way that it that it did right on the indycar side same deal that this is one of the downsides for me with Everybody having their own media, all these teams have their in-house medias because you get these people. If you don't go through the proper chain of command and make sure that everybody has signed off, okay, and you put it out there, you can't take it back. You can delete it five minutes later, but somebody saw it. Yeah. Okay, and so the this is the danger of this sort of twenty four seven instant access world that we live in is that you know you you got to be real careful about what you put out there because you open yourself up to you know to looking like a fool, and I would argue that you know twenty three eleven certainly looked like a fool and may have 
again, depending on whether RCR knew this was coming, and it sure seemed like they didn't, um, you know, it it made it made RCR look like fools to the sponsors and, and the team itself. Mm-hmm. And in IndyCar, you had you know the both sides of it. It's like you gotta make sure, you know. And uh, sure. man, I just feel like we we saw two of the biggest PR blunders that we've seen in a long, long time. Um, you know, at a level of the sport where you shouldn't be seeing it. Right. That's exactly right. Uh, while we're on the subject of the NTT IndyCar Series, uh, shout out to Scott Dixon, who got his 52nd yes. career victory, uh, putting him second on the all-time wins list ahead of Mario Andretti. Um, but he's still a good, uh, you know, 18 wins shy of AJ Foyt. Um, but still, you know, Hall of Fame definitely career um, for a guy like Scott Dixon, who continues to, to make it happen. Do you think... He has a chance. Will he stay around long enough to get 19 more wins and surpass him? I mean, he would have to have a season like he did. Was it two years ago when he won like eight races or something like that? He would have to have that kind of season. And I think with the competition level in the new car series, it ain't going to happen. That's going to be tough. It'd be tough to do. It'd be tough to get that many wins in the season. Um, So switching gears, uh, some sad news uh, to report. Over in the USAC world, um, former USAC driver, former USAC national champion, uh, Bobby East was killed, uh, this past week. Um, in a, a violent story. Um, but, uh, basically he stabbed in a, in a gas station, um, in LA. Um, and so he obviously succumbs to his injuries, but, um, he's been a guest on our show a couple of times, uh, you know, in, in the last several years, but just a, just a gut wrenching story. I mean, that's you know he he's won so many USAC sprint car championships and, yeah. and USAC midget championships, and just an all around just nice guy. You know, giving back to the you know to the USAC world and, um, and to lose him at such with thirty seven years old, it just just, just a gut wrenching story. Well, yeah, and I mean there are so many tentacles to this. The you know the 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 person who who stabbed him. Um, you know, again, this is kind of a byproduct of the, you know, um, prison dump that they're doing out in California where you're releasing bunches of people to because you've got so many people in your jails, um, you know, and the guy goes out and takes a life. Thankfully, um, he has expired. Um You know, it, you know, obviously it was with the, the cops were trying to arrest him and ended up, uh, you know. Ended up shooting him because uh, he resisted. And, you know, the, it's a very difficult thing. We don't know exactly what happened yet, but we do know that there was some sort of an argument. Bobby East was getting gas and it just all went from there. And, um, you know, Bobby was 37 years old. And as you say, a multi-time champion, a great, great person. Um, you know, his father, Bob East, was the developer of the beast chassis uh, sprint cars that, that have been so prominent for gosh, decades, um, you know, and, and uh, it's just sad. It's, it's sad that we see these types of situations happening. Um, you know, somebody that obviously was still very much a, a danger to society uh, gets put out on the street and, you know, to, to, to kill uh an innocent person. And, you know, it's too bad. It, it, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to Bobby and his family. Um, and you know, we just pray that the Lord will bless and comfort them. Uh, I don't, I don't know how you deal with this. You know, it's just, that's a tough, 
that's a very tough situation. Very, very sad. And, and it was a huge shock to the racing fraternity it, at large because, again, he did make some starts in the NASCAR Truck Series, too. Yeah, he did. He very, he very well did. That's a, it's a sign of the world we live in now. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's, sad. That's not much you can say about that. Um, so um, one more little news of note uh, before we take our last break. Kyle Larson and uh, his brother-in-law, Brad Sweet, are creating a brand-new sprint car series called the High Limit <laughs> Uh, high limit sprint car series. I, I say high limit. It made me laugh because I think of the high point hustlers. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, it's going to be a twelve race uh, schedule that will be midweek races, so probably like a Wednesday night type of thing, um, competing uh, probably on national TV because it's Kyle Larson and his and his friends and family. Um, but uh, fifty thousand uh, dollars to to win next season, and then twenty or fifty thousand dollars payout, twenty two thousand dollars to the winner. Um, uh, so it's going to be a pretty cool series, I think. Sure. Well, it is going to be a cool series. Big money. Big That's money, the whole yeah. thing is mm-hmm. young money putting, you know, got people young to put money up putting big his money. money down. Well, I don't know if it's his money, but, well, but somebody's money. Um, but yeah, so that should be fun to, to see. And of course, Kyle threatening to boycott the Chili Bowl for Purse. Um, this is a race that helped make him. Uh, and, you know, I mean, again, we, we probably can have a discussion next week about that when we have more time. But it's, uh, you know, that's an interesting story. But, yeah, this series is definitely going to be an interesting. I don't know if it's going to be on TV, but I'm sure FlowRacing.com. Flow yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll have it. Um, and mm-hmm. Flow is becoming the place to go for motorsports uh, live streaming anyway. Yep. It's going to be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday nights. Uh, they're going to have a race this summer in uh, Putnamville, Indiana. Anna, $22,000 to win uh, in the High Limit Open. So that's going to be the thing. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be back right after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico in Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. Victory Custom Trailers is the place to go for your next new or used trailer or coach. Being personally involved in the racing community allows Victory to fully understand what racers need in a trailer. They have over 200 coaches and trailers in stock for a variety of industries, and they can serve anyone in the continental U.S. If you're looking for something custom, they can assist in designing a trailer to fit your needs. Check out their entire inventory online at victorycustomtrailers.com. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. 
You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. When Marlon Shirley was five years old, he was in an accident and lost his foot, but he didn't lose his heart. When you tackle a challenge that you just cannot even fathom tackling, when you accomplish that, the amount of integrity and the will and the heart that you'll get from that experience is what will set you up for your life. In less time than it took Marlon Shirley to say that, he can now run 100 meters because today he's the world's fastest amputee. Overcome, pass it on from the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com. I'm Lane Castle, NASCAR driver, and you're listening to the Inside Pass. Well, that's perfect because I was going to mention uh, Lyndon Castle. Earlier in the show, we talked about him and uh, Noah Gregson being DQ'd um, at Loudon last weekend uh, because of their, the over and under of their cars being uh, too low and too high. Um, Junior Motorsports has said they are not appealing the penalty to Noah Gregson, and College Racing is not appealing the penalty to Landon Castle either. So It's really hard to win those things because mm-hmm. you're either too low or you're not. I mean, unless you're going to claim that something happened during the race to make it so, it's hard to appeal those. So, tough break for both teams. Yep, and uh, Noah's suddenly in the chase. Uh, Landon's trying to make his way into the chase. Yeah. I think he actually may be in, but barely. Um, so that's obviously going to give him a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, work to do, I guess, going yeah. into the, the rest of the regular season. Um, also, real quick, there was a penalty in the NASCAR race uh, on Sunday with a with a wheel coming off of Austin Cindric's car. Um, do you do you think that NASCAR is doing the right thing by by taking each one individually? Because I know some on pit road they don't get penalized, but they make it to the track, they get like four race suspensions. Do you agree with how they're doing it? Yes, I do. I think it's a good change. Now, the only, again, as long as they're consistent, because um, we had a team the week before that didn't get a penalty because it barely got out of the pit box. This one did, but it stayed on pit road, didn't hurt anybody, didn't impede anything. So as long as they stay consistent with that, yes. And I think NASCAR needs to use a little more of their own judgment on pit road, even with speed violations, instead of, um, you know, always depending on what the dang uh, computers say, because, you know, again, a lot of these are not harmful penalties. So you got to kind of look at it in the context that it's in. So yeah, we we will see you guys next week on the inside pass. Bye everybody. You've been listening to the inside pass powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow the Inside Pass on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and visit theinsidepasslive.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of the Inside Pass. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of the Inside Pass. Thank you for listening.